Scaling an e-commerce business can be hard, but only if you let it. Hey, this is Jared Krause, host of the Buying Online Businesses podcast. And in this episode, I'm doing a solo podcast talking about three proven strategies to grow your e-commerce business. Strategies that I and my clients have personally used to get great results. We'll be talking about why selling more products as an e-commerce business owner is actually a curse and what you should be doing instead. We'll also be talking about how to not buy into the marketing hype and the next best thing you need to do to grow your business. We also talk about what you can do to save money on ad spend as an e-commerce business owner and how you can work less but save yourself a lot of stress at the same time whilst making the same amount of money or a little bit more if you understand these principles. We also talk about how to build trust the right way with your audience and how to make more money every time you make a sale. There's so much in this episode, but let's get stuck into the goodness. Today's episode is brought to us by Niche Website Builders, which is a company a few of my clients are using and have used for content creation and link building services. They do everything from start to finish. So from keyword research all the way to uploading your completed article for you. We've also had Bob members buy ready-made affiliate sites built by Niche Website Builders. So if you're looking to outrank your competitors' content and build better backlinks, Niche Website Builders and I have a special deal for you. Head to nichewebsite.builders forward slash Bob. I'll put a link in the show notes for you. But again, that's www.nichewebsite.builders forward slash Bob. Hello and welcome back to another Buying Online Businesses podcast episode. Uh, I want to talk about e-commerce businesses and I have three key and main strategies and these are proven strategies that you can use to grow your e-commerce business that most people aren't talking about. Most people are talking about the flashy things like you should be doing this type of digital marketing. You should be doing a remarketing campaign like this. You should be structuring your ads in this way. You should be you know, uh, using this ad platform or selling on this ad platform. We're talking a lot about marketing uh, in terms of paid marketing. And there's some some really smart ways you can grow your e-commerce business without, you know, before we even get to paying for ads. And so these th- these are three proven strategies that I've used in my business, in my e-commerce business and, you know, multiple e-commerce businesses with those who I'm helping to grow their e-commerce businesses. And we've seen great results. Now, when people come to me to grow their e-commerce business or they've just, they're about to buy an e-commerce business, the number one growth strategy they come to me with for their e-commerce business is to add more products to their store, you know? Uh, and they say, you know, I often ask them, hey, what, what do you want to do to, how do you think you're going to be able to grow your business? What's the best way to do it? Or what opportunities do you see in growing your business? Uh, and it's always to add more products to the store. And I, as much as it makes me want to shake some sense into people, I can't help but realize that I once thought the same thing when I wanted to grow my e-commerce business or when I was looking at buying e-commerce businesses as well. I used to think, well, if this is working, let's just get more products on the store. Let's just sell more products so we need more products to sell and we'll just make more money. It makes sense logically, right? But the opposite is true. In fact, more products means more work. It means more things to focus on and often worse results. So how do you grow anything? Not even just the business, but how do you get growth in any aspect of your life? The number one thing is focus, right? So what happens when you have a e-commerce business and you have 100 products? 
you have to try and sell 100 products. You have to have customer service for 100 products. You have to do marketing for 100 products. You can have you know different 100 pages, product pages, and there's there's 100 things to optimize. So 100 marketing funnels, uh, ad campaigns, uh, and pages and listings to optimize. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to work on. What we should be doing is focusing on less and working on our best sellers. So often when people come to me and they've got all these products, you know, I was speaking to somebody just the other day that's like, I'm, I've got 144 SKUs coming out uh, and they've sold a bunch of them before. I was like, great, cool. Uh, why? Well, you know, that's that's what we do is typically we find ones that work um, and ones that don't work. And I said, that's awesome. That's a really good starting point. So why do you even bother with the ones that don't work? Why do you even try to find more? Why don't you just focus on what is working already and then you don't need to relaunch new products. You don't need to make new campaigns, new listings, optimize other listings. You can just focus on the best things that are working and make those even better and provide better value. Make the product better. Make the customer journey for that product better. Uh, make the experience for that customer superior uh, than what it is now and you'll, I'll dare you say, you'll sell more of that one thing or those two things or those three things. So this is what I want you guys to think about if you have an e-commerce business or you think about buying one is not to go out there and broaden the store and sell more products but instead focus down and, and focus on and find the top two to three best products and really focus on selling those because that's your 80-20. That's the Pareto principle. You've heard all of, the, all of this before is, you know, we should be focusing on what's working. I've told you this so many times. Do spend more time focusing on what's working and less on what's not working and just put your time and energy into making what is working superior and better. So let me give you an example. I had a client in the mastermind who was selling rugs on his business on his online store and he had uh, rugs in different sports so from football to basketball to very many many different sports uh, and then different leagues and from all of these rugs there was one that sold really 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 well there was one team in one sport that just sold the line that's where he made the lion's share of his money and so he had so many ads running uh, but I decided, look, why don't we just cut out what's not working, see what is working, this one rug selling really, really well. Let's put more ad spend into that ad. Let's optimize that ad. Let's optimize the product page. Let's make this even better and sell more of that one rag, rug because we're doing what the audience is telling us to do. By default, when you've got best-selling products, basically the market who you're selling to, they have the say and they're telling you what they want. And what they're clearly telling you is that you have one product, which is what everybody wants. It's like a really good product. It's the thing. So why are you trying to sell sell to that market things that they may not want to waste their time, waste your time and your energy and your money? Focus on what they do want and give it to more people because it's obviously what the market is after. So listen to the market is what I'm saying. So that's what we did is we just optimized his, optimized his product pages and end up making more sales, right? And we... We're, you're able to stop spending so much on ad spends when you are trying to spend money on different types of products, right? When you're trying to test different type, types of products, launch different types of products, you can spend less on your ad spend and actually make more money by just focusing on the one product that, or the two or three products that the market is saying, hey, 
we love this. Please, please give it to us. <laughs> so that's one proven strategy that works really, really well to grow your e-commerce business that I just don't hear people talking about at all. The next one is increasing your average order value. Okay, so hard work isn't always the answer. And this is relatable to all of these three proven strategies to grow your e-commerce business. It's like the previous one of focusing and selling your best product. You know, the hard work of trying to find new products and find product market fit, that's not the answer, always the answer. Once you've got product market fit and people know what they want and you know what they want, then then focus on that. And it's the same when it comes to increasing your average order value, so your AOV. All right, so you should only work hard to get something done and it should not be a sprint or a marathon. So what I mean, sorry, it should be a sprint, not a marathon. And what I mean by that is when we have, so let's let's just say we've got the example of we've got an e-commerce business and we've got 150 products or 100 products. What we could do is we could run a marathon and we could add more products and more products and more products and more products and just keep running this massive marathon. Instead, if we went the opposite way and decided to focus instead and remove a bunch of those products that aren't our particular best sellers or don't sell anything, stop spending our money on the ad spend and then start optimizing our listing for the top three products, we could sprint towards that. And when we sprint towards that, we can get more work done in a better course of action and that allows you to work less over the longer period of time, right? So, and also, we're actually designed to do our best work uh, when we've got energy to burn and we do it quick and in short bursts, right? We're not designed to do our best work when we're burnt out or overtired because we've been running a marathon and running around in circles again and again and again and again. So yeah, what you want to do is you want to create a long-term strategy that gets you the results you want, just by doing short sprints each week, all right? You don't need to do more than 40 hours per week to work on your business. So I found for me, the less I had worked when I started cutting down my work hours, usually the more money I made because I'm refreshed. And when I'm refreshed, I have better ideas and I create uh, better products and I create better work. I do better work. So what I want you to do when we're increasing our average order value is to go, all right, we've got our best selling products, our top three best selling products. Let's say our product is in the fishing niche and we're selling a fishing rod and we've got, you could have 150 fishing rods for sale, but there's three that are really popular fishing rods. And that's, that's what makes up the lion's shares of your sales on your e-commerce business. So start focusing on those top three fishing rods. Then when you come to the second point that I'm talking about now is increasing your average order value. Think about how do we sell them more products that is not just to make money from them, but it's going to allow them to enjoy using their fishing rod more. So should we sell them should we upsell them or downsell them a, a reel of uh, fishing line? What about a lure? What about a fishing rod holder that sits on your hip? What about an esky? What about some diff- a tackle box? What about some different things that make sense that goes with that product? And when you do that, say you've got a fishing rod, I don't know how much they cost, maybe it costs $200, and then you've got a tackle box or a tackle box that sells for like, Normally $50, you could give it to them for $30, give them a massive discount uh, because they're coupling that together 
or maybe they get when they sell, when you purchase the fishing rod for $200, maybe you can have one lure for $10 or five lures for $40. So you basically get one free. You can have these different things, upsells and downsells, to increase your average order value. So it doesn't mean you need to work harder and sell more products. It's just a logical progression to move into when you've already purchased that product if you're thinking about the customer journey. For myself, if I'm gonna go to the surfboard shop because I need a new surfboard, there's a few things that I'm gonna need usually. When I buy a surfboard, I'm definitely gonna need a grip that goes on the back of my surfboard where I put my back foot. So. It makes sense to sell me, if you're working at the surfboard shop, to sell me a surfboard grip that goes on the back, it's a tail pad they call it, that goes on the back of the surfboard to sell me one for say 20% off. Of course I'm gonna buy that one if it's good. What about a leg rope that makes sure my le- my board stays attached to my body? I'm gonna need one of those as well. So there's these different things that just make logical sense that when I purchase a surfboard, there's a few other things that I'm gonna need wax, surfboard wax. I'm especially going to need surfboard wax when I buy a surfboard. So that's what you should be focusing on with increasing your average order values. Find out, number one, step one, find your top best few products, anywhere from one to three products, and then go all in on helping the person who's purchased that product have a better experience with that product by selling them something that goes with their product that they've just purchased. That's what I that's what I believe works so well in your online business as the e-commerce uh, business owner is to make sure that when you are selling a product is just make sure that the person who's purchasing has gotten everything they need. You don't want them to go away and purchase something and say, cool, I've got this, but now I need to go shop for a tail pad, right? Because I bought this surfboard, but now I need to go shop for a tail pad. Then I need to go find go to somewhere to find a leg rope and then somewhere to find wax. You wanna give it to them all under one roof and give it to them at a good price and it creates a better service when they're purchasing those products because they can buy it all under one roof, they can get it all at a good price and in turn, by you helping them better, you end up making more money. And that's what they say about businesses. The businesses that provide the most value are the businesses that end up winning. And that's what you're doing is you're providing them value by preventing them to have to go away and spend time, effort and energy, maybe more money buying these other products elsewhere. So increase them, uh, sorry, increase your average order value by adding those as upsells or downsells or cross-sells. So that's, that's, that's the second proven strategy. And it's the same with Gary that when he was selling rugs, the, uh, the, the gentleman I was talking about before in the mastermind, he was selling a bunch of rugs but what we realize is like rugs on tiles, they slip. So he started selling non-slip pads that go underneath the bottom of the rugs and that increases average order value. So it's a logical thing. Somebody who's gonna buy a rug is generally gonna need one of those, uh, you know, those uh, non-slip pads that go on the bottom of your rug. Okay, the third proven strategy to grow your e-commerce business is an awesome one. It's free. The reason it's free is because you should have already built an email list. So the third strategy is email marketing. <clears throat> now, 
Some people talk about email marketing and e-commerce business, but I just don't think it gets enough attention. The reason this email marketing is free is because you've already built this list, which is really cool, meaning you don't need to do hard pitches to people when they're on your email list. You don't need to do hardcore sales every single week or every single month. Your email list isn't about selling to your audience. That's not what your email list is actually for. Your email list is there to build a relationship with your audience. I think the goal of a good email list is to keep people in your realm, keep people in your sphere and your world. So when they are ready to buy, the most logical decision is to purchase from you. So for example, if somebody is interested in phishing and they got on your email list because you sent them uh, a a ebook or a resource on how to catch trout or how to do deep sea fishing or how to tie a line. Uh, I don't know much about fishing, but how to tie a hook on or a swivel or a sinker. If you've given them a free resource or you give them something of value and they've come to your email list, they're in the world of fishing. And if you were to go away and as soon as they join the email list, start selling them a $500 uh, <laughs> $500 fishing rod, of course, you're going to just ruin the relationship from the get-go. Instead, what you want to do is you know that eventually down the track, they're going to be in the market to buy something related to fishing, like a fishing rod or a lure or a tackle box or whatever it is. So what you want to do is you want to build the relationship. Don't burn the relationship too quickly by selling to them too quick. Build the relationship over time, and then when they're ready to purchase from you, they'll come and purchase from you. Okay, You need to think of this as a long-term event. Now, Chase Clymer from uh, electriceye.io is somebody that helps people scale you know, e-commerce businesses of six and seven figures and beyond, is he says that good e-commerce businesses, 30% of their revenue should come from their email list. If they're not, they're doing something wrong with their email list. So to get the best ROI from your email list in terms of input um, from email marketing compared to paid ads, what you want to do is make sure that you're actually emailing your list often. And the reason this is really valuable is because the more they hear from you, it's like branding. It's like the more that you see Coca-Cola, the more likely you are going to buy Coca-Cola over Pepsi, right? So it's the same with your email list in the phishing space. The more that they see, hear from you, the more they know, like, and trust you. And then when it comes to purchasing something, they're not going to jump on the internet and start searching for something. They kind of come to you and find out if you have those products because you've, you've, you've built up that reputation so they know, like, and trust you. And you get the best ROI from email marketing because you don't need to spend money to get the attention or the eyeballs of those people that are interested in your products because you've already done the work there. You don't need to keep spending more money on paid ads. So email marketing can provide you an infinite return because you don't need to spend money to make those sales. And that's why email marketing is so damn powerful. I do have one, so that's a third proven strategy to grow your e-commerce business that I've used and a lot of my clients have used, but I do have a bonus. I have a fourth one that I want to include for you. And that is around focus, like I talked about before. Most people focus on the wrong things because of all the noise out there that's actually just, just distracted you. Like I said to you at the start of this podcast, right? 
<clears throat> people are telling you that you need to create better ads. You need to start marketing on this channel or that channel or you're going to get left behind. You need to do this and then you need to, need to do that. But the truth is you can make so much more money with what you've already got right? You can make so much more money with what you've already got. There's a really good book that I've got from Jay Abraham and it says, getting everything you can out of all you've got. That's the title of the book. And the principle of the book is that you already should have an email list. You've already got an e-commerce business that's selling products. Work out what's working, do more of that. So step one, increase your average order value. Focus on building better relationships with your email list. The deeper the relationship, the better the relationship, the higher the trust, the more that people will buy from you. I am a big believer that a lot of business owners, because of all of the noise out there and the you need to use my tool or you need to do this or you need to buy my course because a lot of business owners have been taught wrong and been led down the wrong path. And it's really just a numbers game, right? It's, it's, that's what they think. It's just a numbers game. I need to do, I need to do this and I need to do that. And the reality is it's not just the numbers game. You don't need to do more and more and more and more and more, right? <clears throat> Let me give you an example. If you spend a thousand dollars, okay, and you get a hundred leads and you make 10 sales, then why not spend $2,000 and double it? Well, sure. I mean, you could do that, right? That's the logical thing. And that's what everybody says, right? It's just the numbers game. To, to make this work, I just need to put more money into it once I've got it working. <clears throat> but why spend more money on ads when you could work on your sales process and convert 20 leads to sales from those 100 leads? So you could spend $100,000 on your ads and you could get 100 leads, but instead of making 10 sales, you could make 20 sales. Then not, not only do you make more money, but you have a better ROI. So essentially, you're working on the sales process first. And that should be the first step and optimizing that. And then once that optimized, then put more money into marketing, right? But it's not just about more money, right? It's not just about more money into, into marketing and then you're gonna make more profits. What I said before is, is focusing on what's working, do less of what's not working, do more of what is working and optimize that process. So that's the bonus there is really is optimizing and realizing that it's not just about, it's not just a numbers game. There's so many things out there that people are teaching you that are correct in some sense, but it's not the whole picture. And when we get fed that belief or when we get fed that piece of information or a, a piece of advice is we take it as though it's the whole picture and it's the holy grail. And then we block everything else out and we go for gold with that. The reality is there's so many other things at play. So think about it. The three proven strategies to growing your business. Number one, don't sell more products. Sell less products, but do it better. Number two, increase your average order value. Number three, do email marketing. You'll get a better ROI and you can spend less on paid ads. And then the fourth, the bonus one, is understand that to get a better ROI, you don't need to put more money into your business. To get a better ROI, you need to optimize your business. So that's the bonus. So those are the philosophies that I like to talk about um, and I teach with my my coaching clients uh, and it's helped them double their businesses and set them up for massive wins. So if you're interested in having me personally coach you, just email me at jared at buyingonlinebusiness.com. Uh, honestly, though, I don't just say just email me. Please do email me. Let's chat. Like I'm certain I will be able to help or at least point you in the right direction of someone who can if you're looking at growing your online business. 
That's it. See you guys.